there, I'm Elspeth Jackman, welcoming you to my podcasts. And today I have with me Tisha Modi, who speaks perfect English, although you wouldn't expect it by his name. Tisha, where were you born exactly? I mean, your name might give us a clue, or it may not. And what nationality were your parents? Hi. Right, so I was uh, born in London. My dad is Indian and my mum is Greek. Mm. And uh, I was brought up in Surrey and now live in Watford, St Albans area. <laughs> A terrific mixture of everything in there. Wow. Do you, do you have in your mind all the languages that you've been through, you know? Uh, well, I feel quite privileged to have been brought up with different cultures so yeah. I've been brought up with the Indian culture the Greek culture and the English culture at the same time mm -hmm. so a lot of my Indian relatives speak English and so I didn't really need to learn uh, much Indian right and uh, my mum uh, all her relatives are in Greece so I did learn a bit of Greek but uh, right bit more than a beginner, oh. uh, but uh, I've had uh, exposure to the Greek language and, oh. uh, yeah. See, so nobody to listen to you would ever um, dream that you were anything but English. You got it off to a T. <laughs> I think yeah. so, anyway. Uh, yes. Was yours a religious family um, at all? So my dad is Hindu and uh, my mum is Christian. And uh, uh, because of my relatives are in Greece, we went to Greece every year to see them. And I remember growing up, even though we were only there for a few weeks a year, I remember my grandmum just showing me so much Christian love. It really had a very deep mm. impact on me. And when I was at infant school, I had a Christian teacher. And I think uh, that really influenced me to follow Jesus. Uh, and I became a Christian uh, when I was a child. Mm, did that upset your father? Not at all. My dad uh, believes in God. He's quite happy to go to a Greek church or a Hindu temple, and uh, he's not really worried about that. And Yeah, he wasn't, wasn't worried about you leaving the faith? No. Uh, not at all. No, no, no. Not at all. It's, no, never, no. it's never been an issue, no. You see, you, you wouldn't know by how you speak that you had other languages in the mix at all, right? Mm. Mm. Now, many years later, we know by your attendance at Watford's Assemblies of God Church mm. that you have a living faith. Mm. Um, you've told us a little bit about yes, how that came about, but tell us in a bit more detail. So I think when I was at high school, I had an uh, RE teacher who was uh, very uh, influential and supportive and encouraging and uh, he encouraged me to read my Bible uh, as a child so I read my Bible uh, every single day since the age of 14 and I still do today and he gave me Bible reading notes to help me and then when I was 21 when I graduated I joined my church in Surrey and I was there for several years and they taught me uh, a lot about the faith that I didn't really know and it really deepened my knowledge of God so the Greek Orthodox religion is very solid, but what I learnt uh, in the church uh, in Surrey, it's a spirit-filled church. So I learnt about the gifts of the spirit. Uh, I learnt 
about the power of prayer and also I learned that God can speak to you directly. You don't have to have a priest uh, as an intermediary. You can speak to God and God can speak to you. How does God speak to you then? How oh, that's uh, for <laughs> another an podcast, example, I think. Uh, an impression in the heart, uh, something you read in the Bible yeah. that really speaks to you, uh, something you read uh, uh, in a magazine or a book that jumps out at you. Uh, uh, just, uh, or maybe you feel strongly something come to your mind? Uh, yes, you can have that as well. I think God speaks to us in different ways. Mm. And uh, yeah, I was just uh, for me, it's uh, uh, I'm really pleased that my relationship with God has deepened uh, since uh, joining my old church mm. and mm. just seeing God in a new way. Mm-hmm. Right. Let's go back a bit. I think your career was or is in computing. I know you're excellent on it. What was that first job? Right. So I did my degree in computers and. Uh, was a computer programmer for several years and then I was made redundant at the age of 26 Ooh. and uh, I've been I was self-employed for many years after that and I think that for me whereas I can do computing I also miss people contact and uh, I had an opportunity to do that uh, over the years and uh, as well as having my computing career at the same time in parallel. So for example, I did uh, Street Angels uh, when I was in Watford. Where we What's got. Street Angels? Street Angels is an organization that helps people uh, in the uh, nighttime economy mm. in Watford on uh, Friday and Saturday night where we just befriend people help them if they get lost, help them if they've lost their phone, help them if they want to... Or if they're drunk. Yes, basically, yeah. and uh, make sure they get home safely. Mm. Uh, I did a pub quiz uh, for several years as an outreach for my church, uh, which was really good fun. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, I joined the cinema and worked there uh, as an assistant selling... Well, that's different. Uh, <laughs> yes, using a different part of my brain, uh, selling popcorn and ice cream and cinema Did you, tickets. as a Christian, did you enjoy all the films that passed through your mind and you were there to see and oversee? Or did you think, oh, I don't like this one? So nowadays, uh, you don't actually have to be in the cinema to watch the oh, movie. Right, right, okay. uh, um, so you can... Uh, watch which movies you want to and ironically I didn't have time to watch everything because uh, uh, even though I could watch it for free I just uh, uh, life was very busy uh, so um, I had a very good career at the cinema which lasted about 20 years and I just, I just loved it it was really really good oh. was it paid enough to keep you as you wanted to be kept as it were? so it's it was uh, part-time uh, just at weekends oh, right. and uh, uh, I didn't do it for the money uh, I did it because uh, just for the fun of it really and uh, it's, uh, yeah your, your careers are expanding in different mm. ways because then I think you went to Thailand and why on earth go to Thailand so when I was made redundant at the age of 26, they gave me a lump sum of a six-month salary as a redundancy payment. And for several years, I'd always wanted to uh, look, uh, go and be a missionary uh, to refugees in the Far East. Mm -hmm. So when I was made redundant, I contacted YWAM, which is Youth with a Mission. Mm -hmm. And I said to them, uh, you know, I'm a computer person. Uh, I've got a few months free. Uh, could you use me at all in Thailand? And uh, uh, I'd be very happy to uh, 
uh, come over. And uh, they wrote back and said, yeah, we'd love to have you. And uh, God really blessed it. Somebody actually from, from the church bought a return ticket for me to go to Thailand. And they did it anonymously. Aww. And so I see that as the provision of the Lord. Absolutely. And, um, I had a really good time, actually. I was um, having a very hard time in church. I was uh, going through a very deep trial just a few months before then. And somebody actually prophesied to me during that trial, and they said, God's going to bless you so much that you won't be able to count the blessings. And sure enough, six months later, when I went to Thailand, uh, God blessed me every single day when I was out there. It was one of the best mm. experiences of my life. Wow. And I was there for three and a half months. What about language? Did they speak English? Uh, some of them spoke English. We had people to interpret. Mm -hmm. And I did A-level French, so it meant I could speak to the uh, uh, refugees that, from Cambodia who spoke French. So that was, yeah. uh, that that was quite good. Yeah. Uh, but language was never really an issue. Ah, woo. Um, in what way did it change you? I think it said it made things more definite, your faith more real. So... I think when you go abroad, you see God moving in different ways. Mm. And uh, I mean, the people there were lovely, uh, but it was also an eye-opener to see people uh, in their poverty, to see them as a refugee waiting to be relocated mm. to another country and the hardships they've had to endure in their mm. home countries. So, uh, yeah, it was, it, it was, whereas it was a good time, it was uh, a real reality check. Mm. to see how privileged we are to be in the West. Yes. And uh, I made uh, lots of good friends out there, really, 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 really good time. Right. And of course, at the moment, um, you, you understand what it's all about in Ukraine, won't you? Having been um, on the edge of, you know, helping those who are downtrodden and thrown out. And things. Yes, we, we did help uh, people who were uh, in very deep poverty because they were confined to the refugee camp. Mm -hmm. And um, it was quite tough for them. Fortunately, it wasn't a war zone. Uh, mm. uh, but um, And I think the refugee camp is no longer there because now everyone's been relocated. Uh, but it was a very uh, unique time of my life. Mm. And uh, I really recommend it, actually, for especially if you're in your 20s, when you're young, free and single. Um, I mean, you can go out if you've got a family. But if you have the opportunity to have a career break or you're made redundant, if you can go out to another country for a few months and do some voluntary work, uh, I think um, for me personally, it was um, a real blessing and something, mm. and something I'll never forget. What was the main religion in Thailand? In Thailand, they're Buddhists mainly. Mm. Uh, the whole country is uh, 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 very entrenched in Buddhism and it's a real privilege to actually show Christian love to the population. Right. Uh, and the people are lovely, and they're just uh, very friendly, really nice. And you just hope that when you go out there and show Christian love, that it will bear fruit, even though you may not be around to see it. Mm. So when did your return ticket have to be used? How long were you there? So <clears throat> the ticket was for three months, but oh. I liked it so much, I actually extended it for two weeks because there was more stuff to do. So I worked in the refugee camp which is 70 miles southeast of Bangkok. And I also worked in the head office in Bangkok as well. So mm. I worked in um, two places. And uh, uh, we also had an opportunity to go on holiday as well, have a week off and go to a lovely resort called Hua Hin. Right. And uh, yes. uh, 
and just to see the the, the beauty of uh, the, the Thailand beaches. Yeah. And it was it was nice to actually have a rest because I think working in a refugee camp is quite uh, taxing on your mind as well as yes, your of course. Body, I'm sure, um, yes. So it was really good to actually have some time to have a bit of R and R. I think you must have got the travel bug because uh, talking to you, I have a feeling that Africa was one of your missionary adventures. Yeah, so a few years later, I uh, got a really good job in the city, earning good money for about two years. And then at the end of the two years, I thought, actually, I'd like to kind of give back to the community. So I contacted YWAM again uh, to go on an impact team. And uh, the one of the places uh, that they had available was Africa. Which and, uh Many, many countries in Africa. <laughs> yeah, so we went to uh, Uganda yeah. to uh, a lovely town called Ginger, and there was four of us in the team, mm. and as our, I was asked to lead the team, and uh, we had a really good time. Uh, we, uh, we were there actually to build a school, actually using bricks mm. and cement, and they actually taught us how to build literally brick by brick. Uh, we also had the opportunity to preach in prisons, preach in schools, preach in churches uh, as a team. And then at the end of the eight weeks that we were there, we crossed the border into Kenya and we went for a safari in the Maasai Mara for one week. And absolutely amazing experience. I'd really, really recommend it. It is a privilege to have, because well, some of us are just here. I mean, we could choose to go out there and do these difficult things, but... Um, you know, attitudes to religion out there, you, to, to you, it was so spark startlingly different, wasn't it? Mm. So, well, know. the thing is, I mean, we were at the YRM base, which is full of Christians. Yes. Uh, and where we went to, uh, there was a mixture of those Muslims there, those atheists there, they, uh, those people who believe in ancestral worship and... So again, it's showing Christian love, unconditional Christian love to people, mm. and uh, and being being Jesus to people. Mm. So in your mind, did you go to, to Thailand first before you went to? Yeah, so I went. To, Thailand was my first mission trip at the age of twenty six, and then I went to uh, Uganda at the age of thirty two, and then when I was thirty four, I actually went to Albania, and we went to Tirana. Uh, and we helped children in an orphanage there for a week. And this was organized by my church. It wasn't uh, another organization. So mm. we went as a group of us from church went. Uh, and again, that was, uh, that was a really good time. Mm. So it looks as though you might be um, due for another <laughs> visit somewhere. Well, uh, well <laughs> as the Lord leads, you know. So uh, Let me stop you with that. As the Lord leads to somebody who doesn't know Jesus. Yes. What exactly... You know, they'd say, oh, well, yes, as it. It's, is it there, your translation as a Christian to, oh, well, it turns up, it'll be okay? So I think God puts things into your heart, uh, which are like a seed, which kind of takes time to grow and develop. Right. And when the opportunity comes, like, for example, with Thailand, mm. I remember just getting very emotional watching a video about refugees a couple of years before, and God was saying a seed into my heart. And then when the opportunity did come up to go, uh, and I pushed a few doors, I could see God's fingerprints all over it and everything just fell into place. And there's a difference between a good idea and a God idea. So I'd love to go back to Thailand, for example. Yes. But uh, I don't think that's God's will 
at this time, but if it was, then he'll make that quite clear to me. Put, you know, he'll put a desire in my heart to do that and uh, open the door for me. Mm. So I'm just open to whatever God has next. Yes, whatever. So anybody, even if they're not in their 20s or their 30s, can be open to what God wants to, to how to change their life, maybe. Absolutely, it's never too late. God has a perfect mm. plan for each one of us, and uh, life's a, an adventure. And uh, this is God's playground, really, and God has lots of things for us to do. Now you're firmly back based around Watford and St Albans. Yes. Is your computing career enough to sort of satisfy you? Or Oh, yes, wait a minute, you are training, going to be doing some training. Tell us about that one. Yeah, so I think that uh, over the years I've done computing and the other things I've mentioned, and one of the things I did recently was actually join the police force as a special constable. So uh, Can anybody do that? Any man? Who, <clears throat> yes, I mean, you, you have to remember, of course, it's voluntary. You don't get paid for it. So if you're prepared to do it without being paid for it, then right. go for it. <laughs> and uh, for me, it was a lifelong dream. Uh, uh, I never thought I'd actually join the police. And this is an absolute blessing from the Lord. But blessing, yeah, I mean, police are hard done by. They, come, they have to be yeah. into, next to criminals. They get knocked out. They get, you know. Yeah, so for me, I really, I mean, I really enjoy being a police officer I'm still under training I'm I'm not able to go out on my own just yet I still need a coach with me but fortunately I can choose which shifts I do and uh, I'm I'm not uh, I, I can do as few or as many as I as I like and it means I can have another career in parallel so uh, but when I was 21 I actually wanted to join the police full time but God closed right. the door for that right. so for, for God to open the door like 30 years later, uh, is an absolute miracle, and I thank God for that. Oh. Well, uh, Tushar, you will never be bored, I think. Mm. Mm. And God will never let you be. He is, no. he is the instigator of all these things, aren't you? Thank you for telling me just something about all the exciting things you've done in your own life. Mm. <laughs> We've been giving us your personal world tour. Mm. Maybe we'll fill up some of the gaps you left have left in your favorite stories another time thank you so much for today thank you you search my heart you speak of love your arms are always open wide you know my thoughts my every move and still you love to be beside Baby